From the beautiful Pacific Northwest, across the nation, and around the world, you are about to finally learn how to lose weight joyfully. It's time to get wasted with Renee. Live with Renee Steelman on TalkZone.com. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I hope I am finding all of you positive, productive, and plant-based. And I also hope that I am finding all of you enjoying sunshine as I am today. Um, I don't live very far from my studio, and so I chose to walk here this morning. I figured I could possibly get my exercise and my... Um, the things I have to do today, all done at the same time. So just to let you know, uh, with me today in my studio is my wonderful son. Uh, my son actually has cerebral palsy and I am his caregiver, which, uh, one of the, which is one of the main reasons why I have chosen to eat a plant-based diet because it is of utmost importance that I stay healthy. I need to be strong. I need to be able to care for him. And I think a lot of times there are various different reasons why people choose to um, change their eating habits, to change their lifestyle. And, you know, um, he is our youngest. I have six children. And so staying healthy and being able to be there for my children is a primary reason why I have chosen to eat a plant-based diet. So every once in a while you might hear something from my my guy that's with me here today. But I have as my guest today, you are going to be you are going to enjoy today's show so much. I have been looking forward to this day for over a month now. And I especially thought and I didn't really plan it this way, but when I looked at the calendar and realized that we were having uh, Martha and Stanley on today and it was just, you know, a couple of days before Valentine's Day, I thought, could it not have been any more perfect? Because these two are just the greatest couple and, you know, they've been married for over 50 years. I'm sure they will be able to share a lot of things with us about how to have, a, you know, a great marriage, great relationship. But we're going to primarily talk about their decision to start eating a plant-based diet a few years ago. So I want to introduce you to Martha and Stanley. Um, they both are from the East Coast. They both kind of grew up in the New York area. And they um, they kind of grew up a little bit different lives. Stanley lived with his parents and had three siblings. Martha also had three siblings, but she was actually raised in an orphanage. And so I would love to talk to her more about that. Um, but it was Martha's twin sister, Millie, who introduced Martha to Stanley. And from that day on, the relationship just grew. They were married in 1963, uh, the year after Stanley graduated from Siena College. And they had four children, and Martha was a homemaker. Uh, Stanley retired after 26 years as a purchasing agent for New York State, and they now live in um, Florida. So we have a lot of things to talk to them about. So, um, Martha, Stanley, are you on the line? We are. Yes, we are. Oh, my Hi. gosh. Hi, Renee. Hi, Martha. Hi, Stanley. Thank you so much for joining me today. What's, what's the weather like in Florida? It's a sunny day. It's only about 67, uh, but there's not a cloud in the sky, just a little bit of a breeze. This oh, you poor thing. <laughs> you must be freezing. It's only 67. <laughs> it's nice. With the, this is different than upstate New York, which is where we came from. We spent our whole life in upstate New York until four or five years ago. Wow. Did the weather have anything to do with your decision to move to Florida? My wife was the decision maker. She's the one that wanted us to move to Florida. Okay. And Martha, what, what was uh, what was the reasoning behind that? I was tired of the, the cold and the rain, the sleet and the snow after all those years. And I said, you know what? When we retire, let's move. So we did. We decided to move to Florida. Good for you. It. That's great. That's great. But your children are still up in New York. Is that correct? Three of our four children are up in New York. Uh, our fourth, our, our second oldest, a uh, son who has MS, lives down the street from us. Uh, he moved from New York down here after we did. Ah. The others are in New York. Uh, our grandchildren are in New York. 
with the exception of uh, one that's in service, and he's in Kosovo at the moment. And mm-hmm. uh, our great-grandchildren are in New York or in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, and I, you know, my husband and I talk about that as well with, with him talking about retiring and, you know, do we, do we want to get out of the rain? But, you know, the Northwest is a beautiful area of the world to live in. And, you know, we as well have, uh, sun today. We have a few clouds in the sky, but it's supposed to be up in the sixties. So I'm not going to complain at all. But, um, well, Martha and Stanley, I put a picture. I put your before and your after picture on Facebook um, a couple of days ago, and I just got the greatest responses. People were just so impressed. And so start us out today. Tell us about your journey. Tell us about, you know, how you grew up and the food that you were used to eating. And, and Martha, as a homemaker, I'm sure you were the person making food for the family. And tell us about your history and, and, and everything that, that has happened in your life in the last few years? Well, if, if you go back, you know, 30 years ago, we were eating the standard American diet and uh, enjoying it. You know, when McDonald's came along, we thought that, hey, that was great. It was cheap. It was juicy and tasty. We didn't realize how bad it was for us. Uh, then 18 years ago, I came down with prostate cancer. At that point, we changed to a healthier diet. We were eating bison instead of beef, and we weren't eating hot dogs, we were eating chicken and things of that nature. But our weight and health did not improve. Uh, We were both on cholesterol medicine, Uh, I was on blood pressure medicine, and we thought that's the way our lives continue. Then in December of 2005, uh, each year we used to go to a Hanukkah party, hosted by a a friend, and at that party, the daughter of the host, uh, we used to see them once a year and talk to her and her husband about three things, computer, travel, and finances. And they were a young couple at that point in time. They were in their late 30s, and they were obese. No question about it. They were obese. So in December 2005, they show up at the party Thin as a rail. So the first thing I said is, hey, come over here. What's going on with you two? And they said they changed to a vegan diet. Now, to be very honest with you, we didn't know much about a vegan diet at that point in time. Uh, We knew vegetarians were kooks from the West Coast, but uh, (laughs) all we knew. So before the end of the night, I said, give me the name of a couple of books. I want to go home and read about this. And they said, The China Study by T. Colin Campbell and The Mad Cowboy by Howard Lyman. So I went back home and immediately ordered those on Amazon. At the same time, I ordered a book, Eat to Live, by Dr. Joel Furman. In January of 2006, which we were both 64 at the time, we said, is it too old for us to change? That was a decision. And it was a legitimate mm-hmm. decision because we weren't youngsters right. and we were heading you know, how much longer are we going to live? So we decided, no, it was not too late for us to change, so we did. And we did it together, and it's been a great adventure. It's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, Martha enjoys the food. I enjoy the food. We're both eating foods now, especially me, that I would never have eaten before and enjoying them. And we've immediately stopped our cholesterol medicine, stop my blood pressure medicine, and people say to me, how does it feel to be 70, 71, 72, et cetera? And I said, I don't know what it's supposed to feel like to be 70. <laughs> I said, but I know this. I have more energy now than I had at age 60. Wow. That's amazing. You know, so which one of those books do you think made the most impression on you? Well, T. Colin Campbell's book, The China Study, I had to read it twice. It's, it's a heavy book. Yes. The Mad Cowboy Martha read it partially and stopped eating meat after just reading a few pages. Original Eat to Live, the one that we bought, I say is the best book that Dr. Furman has put out. Yes. 
Yeah, and I think you're right. Dr. Campbell's book is a big book. It's a big read, um, and it's funny that you would say that because I know, gosh, I was introduced to that book probably six years ago, and I remember looking at it and going, I don't think I'm going to read that. Just just by looking at it, I, I thought it would be full of uh, – a lot of um, the, just um, you know scientific information and and uh, and I always I like to read um, more biographies and so I didn't really it wasn't until years later that I I, I went back and then of course once you start then uh, it's amazing but you're right Dr Furman I love the way he writes I love the way he talks his information is simple to understand. And he, he makes a lot of really good, uh, he gives a lot of good information that's easy to understand and, and easy to, to, you know, start adapting into your life. Right, but his later book, Eat to Live, etc., I'm not as keen on those as I am on that first one. Maybe because it was my first one, but he really uh-huh. was short and sweet. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's take a little bit of a break, um, Stanley and Martha. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll come back uh, in just a little bit. So hang on, everyone. Break time is over. It's time to get wasted with Renee. Here's Renee Steelman. Hi, thank you for joining me. I'm so glad that you're with me today. My guests are Martha and Stanley Cruden, and they are from um, Sarasota County, Florida. They are a couple of fabulous people who made the decision um, a few years back to start eating a plant-based diet, and it has totally changed their lives. So we're talking to them about it, and um, I wanted to say, um, Stanley, we were talking a little bit about um, books that you read and 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 how that you know helped you to make the decision, and it sounds as though you made the decision pretty quickly. You and Martha made the decision pretty quickly, but did you have to kind of go through a kitchen clean out and and make some you know changes that way? Well, we we did uh, obviously when we started. We were we went on vacation to Florida, and we so that was easy. When we came back home. Anything in the house, we had a lot of uh, venison and, and uh, uh, exotic meats that we had bought. We gave those away to people because we just weren't going to eat them anymore. We didn't. When we started, we went 100% and never looked back. Wow. Now, how did that change your um, – Martha, were you the primary uh, food preparer in the home? Yes, at that time I was, yes, for years. And, um, okay. Um, you know, by then our children were grown up when we turned vegan. But before that, you know, I I, I cooked the, the way most mothers cooked at home. You know, with the the uh, macaroni and cheese, you know, the meatloaf and, and the chicken and all that, the hamburger and all that stuff. But um, and like I say, back then we thought it was good. But we mm-hmm. learned as we got older that it wasn't healthy for us or good for us. And um, and we've really made an impression, I think, on most uh, on our grandchildren and, and our great-grandchildren, mostly. Uh, because That's they true. Really little. You can actually get through the parents, through the children. It's a lot easier. To get That's true. <laughs> you know what they say about grandchildren, you both have a common enemy, so... Um, a lot of time, a lot of times, that's a really good way to to do some to make some changes. You're you're both mind your minds are both running in the same direction. <laughs> oh. But now, now I know uh, Stanley. Now that you've you know kind of fallen into a habit, and you you have definitely made this transition. You are now the person cooking most of the meals. Uh, I do call the meals. I do cook most of the meals, not all of them. Martha makes the oatmeal in the morning when we have oatmeal, like we did this morning. Uh, mm-hmm. But I cook them. I cook simple. I don't do a lot of these exotic recipes that are out there, and we enjoy it. We, uh, uh, if we don't have a good salad today, tomorrow morning for breakfast we may have a salad. And uh, we, we just people say you eat a salad for breakfast. Well, 
I don't know where there's rules that you can't, and we like it, and, and we'll eat it. Uh, we've eaten uh, soup for breakfast. Uh, whatever we have, we eat and enjoy. You know, isn't that funny? Because I used to, I lived in Japan for a couple of years and really grew to love the, the people, the culture. And so when I returned to the United States, I got involved with, um, an exchange organization. And so we hosted quite a few Japanese exchange students and sometimes their teachers would stay at our home. And I think, I think we're the only culture that somehow we've gotten into our heads that we have to have, um, fruit loops and donuts for breakfast because these people had either leftover dinner or like you said, they would go if we happen to be, if I happen to be taking the group of students to say the college that day, we would then take the teachers into the cafeteria for breakfast and they would get soup and, and as you say, uh, you know, sandwiches or just regular food. And, and they didn't even, when we would fix a typical American breakfast for them, they kind of looked at it and went, Ooh, no, I, I don't want to have that. <laughs> yeah. So now I, we, you mentioned, uh, in the beginning that, you know, when you decided to do this, you did it quickly. You were living in Florida and then a few weeks later you went up to visit your children and they thought you were sick because you had lost so much weight. Tell us that story. Right. We, well, we were still living in uh, New York at the time and so we were down in Florida on vacation. We, in the six weeks time, we had lost probably 25 pounds apiece. Uh, wow. That- and we went back up, and uh, our daughter and son-in-law, when they first saw us, they said, you guys are sick. I said, what do you mean sick? Look at all the weight you've lost. And I said, we've never felt better in years. We are really feeling good. And uh, it, I would say this, that we lost a lot of weight in a short period of time, and probably our appearance did not look, well, I don't know if it didn't look healthy or not, but it, it looked different. And, uh, right. I went by disgusted, so, uh, now we're looking fine. And we've lost more weight, more weight, more weight. Now, have you kind of stabilized over the last few years? Yes, we have. Yeah, we, we, we fluctuate up and down a little bit, especially when we have company, because when we have company, we eat more. We may go out to eat more. Uh, and so we'll put on some weight. I've got my, 86-year-old sister here right now, and uh, I'll probably put on a couple pounds while she's here because she likes three meals a day, and we're yeah. used to two meals a day. Really? What are, now, what are the two meals a day that you eat? Well, we'll eat breakfast anywhere from 8 till 9, and then at probably 3.30 or 4 o'clock, we'll eat our second meal. We may have a little uh-huh. fruit in between, but uh, uh, that's, Believe it or not, I'm a guy that used to be able, couldn't go four hours without food, and now I can seem to go because I think the food that we're eating is more satisfying for us, more healthy for us, more nutritious for us, and it's doing the job. Right, right. You're absolutely right. It's it's true, and you're it's a di- it's hard to describe, but it's a different full. Um, you know, when you've eaten this huge, you know, gigantic salad, as you say, or or some, you know, beautiful vegetables and, and, uh, potatoes and whatever grains. Um, you're, you're very satisfied and you're, uh, and it's a different, it's not that uncomfortable, sick full that you used to get when you would overeat. Now, you guys talk a little bit about, you mentioned that, you know, that your food was simple. And now, did you? Tr- are you trying to kind of follow Dr. Esselstyn's uh, no oil and no sweeteners? Are you taking your diet to that extreme? Uh, we have uh, read his books, and we use very, very little oil. Very rarely do we oh, use yeah. oil in in uh, cooking. Uh, as salt, we do not use any salt in cooking. The only salt that we might get is uh, what's naturally there or uh, the vegetable broth that we use has a little bit of salt in it. Uh, if we have chips on occasion when we have a party or something, we'll get salt there. But uh, we, 
we're not 100% pure in that regard, but we try to be. I see. And what about sweeteners? What do you use first? Do you use sweeteners? Very little. Uh, a little agave from time to time. Maybe a little bit of oh. honey, like a cup of tea. Other than that, we don't use the sweeteners at all. Okay, that's great. That's amazing. So a typical day for you then would be, as you mentioned, oatmeal. Do you like to make the um, overnight oatmeal or do you do the, uh, you know, make it first thing in the morning? How do you make your oatmeal? Right on the stove. Right on the okay, stove. so you, do you use steel cut or what What kinds of oats are you using? Steel cut. Okay. Steel cut and, I'll, and then I'll, um, I'll use the almond milk. And then I'll put um, um, what's the nuts there? The water, the uh, walnut pieces, and um, raisins in. And boy, is it delicious! And cinnamon too. You got to put cinnamon in, and it's delicious. Right. And like you say, if you eat, you know, if you eat that, it really does fill you up, and it lasts for quite a while. So you, and then I know you guys said that you've kind of gotten so much energy that you now walk four to six miles a day. Was that something that you used to do? Did you have any kind of exercise before you went plant-based? Well, Martha was always a walker and exerciser. I was not. Uh, when when I retired, we did start walking. And when we got to Florida and, you know, we just seemed to have more energy. We were walking more. Now we go to a gym. We signed up to a gym, go to the gym. Three times a week we get there, and in the last uh, two or three months we've taken up golf. I haven't golfed in over 50 years, and Martha never golfed, so that's something else we've put into our daily routine. That is, I love that. I love, well, it's kind of a rule, isn't it, if you move to Florida? It's like a mandatory thing. You have to start golfing. (laughs) Yeah. But so, Mar, are you enjoying it, Martha? Oh yes, we we were out what three, four days in a row. We were playing eighteen holes of golf. You know, we've had no. a great time. We're not great that, at it yet, but we're working on it. That's right. We're having fun. Well. That's the great thing about golf. You know, I, I, people have great days and then the next day, you know, they just, they kind of just live off of that one great day. So that would be my husband's dream that if I would decide to start taking up golf, he would love that. But I don't know if that will ever happen. Maybe I'll have to move to Florida. We like to do things together. That's great. That's wonderful. So you've had your bowl of oatmeal. And that's going to take you through. Do you try to get your walk in before you eat breakfast or after you've eaten breakfast? Well, a lot of times we'll go to the gym at 6.30 in the morning. And uh, then now that the weather's getting nicer in the morning, we'll sometimes walk to the gym, which is a mile, a little over a mile away, do our gym thing, and then walk back. Then we try to walk later on in the day uh, if we're not out on the golf course. So, you know, it varies from day to day. Uh, Our routine is as rigid as it would like it to be, but, uh, you know, we, we stay busy. And some morning, well, for breakfast, uh, some morning for breakfast, we'll have just a plain baked potato and then, you know, a nice big one or a sweet potato, and then we'll have all different kinds of vegetables, steamed vegetables. And, boy, that is in filling, and it's delicious. Oh, my it's goodness. So- now, do you... What do you put any kind of, um, so you've got a dry baked potato and you've got your steamed vegetables and then do you have any kind of a dressing? Um, we've, sometimes we'll put chopped onions on it, generally chopped onions because we want to have onions every day, uh, which we do. But lately we've been making yogurt, which is something that's new for us. And so we'll take yogurt, maybe put some nutritional yeast in it or sometimes I've taken an avocado and mixed that up in it and put that on top of the uh, baked potato or the salad or whatnot, uh, just a little variety just to try that out. That is absolutely amazing. And, you know, the flavor that you get from the food, and I know, are you trying to follow kind of Dr. Furman's with his G-bombs as far as the onions and the mushrooms and that kind of thing? Well, yeah, well, let's face it. If you're eating a good plant-based diet, you're going to be eating most of that those items anyway, and, and we do uh, – greens, the beans, the onions, the mushrooms. Uh, there's no question uh, 
mushrooms is something that I was not a fan of, and now I love mushrooms. And we we have mushrooms several times a week um, without a problem. And beans, we love beans, any type of beans. Or, you know, beans and lentils, we just made... I made lentil soup the other day, and it came out more like a stew because it was thick. And I said to Martha, oh, shall I put some more broth in it? She said, no, leave it like this. I like it like a, a stew. But lentils yeah. are a great item. Great. Uh, that came out. I did that in the pressure cooker, by the way. Seven minutes in the pressure cooker. It had lentils, carrots, onions, potatoes, a lot of turmeric, curry, uh, and some garlic in there. And it was top-notch. That sounds, you know, and that's one of the things I like about lentils as well is they do kind of turn things into more of a stew, and and I absolutely love that. Now, are you finding then that you're kind of creating your own recipes, or or did you uh, originally turn to um, recipe books? Well, I did turn to recipe books, and uh, I still look at them from time to time, uh, and I do my own thing because it depends on what I have in the refrigerator. Uh, if I'm going to make a, a soup, if there's zucchini in there, zucchini goes in. Uh, depends on what's there. So there's yeah. no set pattern. Uh, now, one of the cookbooks I do like is Mary Beth Abrams' uh, Four Ingredient Cookbook, Four Ingredient Vegan. That <clears throat> That's a simple book, and it's got a lot of simple recipes in it. And one of the favorite things I have out of that book is the chickpea of the sea. Oh, and I've... <clears throat> Modify that a little bit, but those are recipes that are simple to use, and they work out great. And, and, you know, isn't that true? I think that's where a lot of the joy that I have found in um, this journey of eating a plant-based diet was that, especially in this day and age, the art of, of, of cooking or preparing food for a family has gotten to be some kind of an Olympic activity, and people have lost the uh, confidence to just open up the refrigerator and say, guess what, we're having tonight whatever's in the refrigerator. I'm going to mix a great stew together. You know, but years ago, you know, 40, 50 years ago, that's how mothers cooked. There wasn't this, let me get a recipe online. I will now go to the store and buy these exotic spices that I'm only going to use once. And it complicated things to the point where I think it's alienating people and making people think that they're either not good homemakers or they're not good cooks because these meals are so complicated and it should be so simple. If I look at a recipe and it has 20 items in it, we don't bother. I say, forget it. It's, that's too much work for me. I've got other <laughs> to do than go through a recipe with 20 items. Right. Exactly. Well, you mentioned, Stanley, that you had prostate cancer. Um, tell us how your health has progressed. Um, well, as far as my prostate cancer, I, uh, I don't have a problem. I don't have prostate cancer any longer. I was treated by uh, uh, a doctor who is the world's leader in, in brachytherapy, and I'm fine. And, and that's uh, that's behind us. Many, many days I don't even think about my prostate. Uh, that's as far amazing. As our, uh, before we went on a plant-based diet, our cholesterol level with medication, whether it be col- uh, Lipitor, Crestor, Provacol, would not go below 200. Recent blood work, we run in the 150 to 160 range. As a matter of fact, my last blood work was 128 total cholesterol. Wow. And I imagine with your uh, the the uh, stepping up of your exercise, your um, HDL must be really high as well. Martha's HDL is higher than mine. Uh, but remember this. If you don't have a big fire, you don't need a lot of firemen. So if you're... LDL is low. You don't need to have a high HDL. Right, right. Yeah, isn't that true? That's amazing. Did you have doctors tell you that you would not be able to control your cholesterol through diet? Oh, sure. That's you know, and that's why we were on them and uh, on the medications. And when the one wouldn't work, they'd put us on another one. When that wouldn't work, they put us on another one. And uh, uh, 
you know, it just didn't seem logical. At one point, I read an article called The Lipitor Dilemma. It's an older article. I still have it. If anyone read that and they still took Lipitor, they need to see the psychiatrist at the same visit. Because <sighs> side effects of those statin drugs, and they can, the side effects can creep up on you, whether it be Alzheimer's. Who wants to have Alzheimer's? You know, right. I don't know how long I'm I want to live, and someday when I'm old, I want to go to sleep and not wake up. I don't want to take and be in a nursing home and things of that nature and not know where I am or who I am. So you, right. if you read The Lipitor Dilemma, you'll want to get off of the statin drugs. Okay, Stanley, I think that is the greatest thing I've ever heard when you just said, someday when I get old. You are 75, is that right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be 74 next week. 74 next week. I love it. You are my new best friend because, I mean, my husband and I, my husband just turned 61. I'll be 61 in a couple of months. And I'm not kidding you. The closer you get to 70, 80, the more you start going, well, that's not that old. And, you know, well, when you're 20, you think 60 is like gone. Well, Martha, Martha's going to be. 74 in June, and uh, we're both doing great. We're feeling good. Uh, uh, it, I, I hope my granddaughter, when she, if she listens to this radio cast, uh, doesn't say too much, but yesterday I cut down another tree, yep. <laughs> a 60-foot tree, cut it down and cut it up. You know, Renee, I have to say, one other thing I like, really like about the vegan diet is what it has done to my skin. Oh, my gosh. Yes, talk about that. I get so many compliments on my skin and how young I look and how smooth. I, I love my skin now. I really do. And that all goes back to the right way of eating with all the nutrients I'm getting. It's amazing. I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. And I don't even use a makeup. What I do is I, I, I put a... Uh, a tinted moisturizer on my skin after I clean it. That's all I use. That's yeah. it. A little lipstick and a little bit of eyebrow pencil. That's it. And, and Martha, isn't that funny? Because I've heard a lot of people, older people, who talk about they they don't know whether they want to try to lose weight because they're worried about looking older after they've lost weight because their skin is wrinkled, and here you've lost, what, 30 pounds, and you look better than ever. It's a fact. It's a fact. People can't get over it. They'll look and they'll say, you don't even have any wrinkles on your skin. Well, hey, it goes back to the diet. That's the only thing that that came from. That's the only thing that you changed in your lifestyle. You're doing the same thing that you used to do 10 years ago, right? Absolutely. Nothing different. That's amazing. And what about also, Stanley, I know you and Martha, you talked about Martha. Uh, talk about your vision. Well, uh, <clears throat> Martha's sisters all had cataracts by their early 60s and her sister Millie much younger. Thus far... There are no signs of cataract when Martha goes to the eye doctor. And each year he says, I don't see any signs of cataract. Now, will she get them? She may very well get them. But she's way age-wise much more progressed than her sisters not getting cataracts. And if her mother had them, her three sisters had them, and she doesn't have them. Her father had them, and she doesn't have them. What can be the wow. cause? Yeah. And, and Martha, you have a twin. Is your twin sister still alive? No. Millie died in 2002, a, a couple of days after Christmas that year. But so she passed and, away. She had a heart attack. Oh, wow. And were you guys identical twins or uh, fraternal? We were fraternal, and I was the youngest by seven minutes. Wow, but she died of a heart attack. And what does that, I mean, how sad is but, that? But here's the thing with, with her sister Millie. She was overweight, 
which many people are. She smoked, and she ate a poor standard American diet. And as a result, it took her. And that was, um, she was young then, right? She was what, uh, late 60s then? 61. 61, yeah. <gasps> oh, no. See, that's just, and you know, with this being heart month, um, and the heart association is, is letting people know that heart disease is the number one killer of women in America, and it is totally a preventable disease, just as you just pointed out. Well, Stanley, you mentioned that your 86-year-old sister is visiting. Is she sneaking out in the middle of the night and going going to McDonald's? Uh, no, we locked the house. Can't get out. Uh, but <laughs> while, she, while she's here, she's eating a plant-based diet, uh, and and she will eat and uh, enjoy it, or so she says. Uh, and I've tried to convince her that uh, she should eat a plant-based diet. Not so much for herself, but for her grandchildren, because she will take and show them that eating a plant-based diet is a healthy, smart way to go. But thus far, I haven't convinced her of that. (laughs) Oh, well. How much longer do you have? How much longer will she be with you? Uh, Another week. Okay, well, you've got seven more days. Let's take a little break, and uh, we'll come back with Stanley and Martha Cruden. Welcome back. You're listening to Get Wasted with Renee on Talk Zone. Here's Renee Steelman. Hi, thank you for joining me. I am having the most wonderful conversation with Martha and Stanley Cruden. Uh, they are former New Yorkers. They have been transplanted now to Florida. They are enjoying the sunshine. Uh, but more importantly, they are enjoying their new life. They are enjoying their new life. Uh, they decided to go plant-based a few years ago, and it has absolutely changed their life. They have more energy than they've ever had before. They are healthy. Uh, Stanley and Martha, are you on any medication at all? No. Absolutely nothing. That that must just shock the heck out of your doctors when you go in for a checkup. Well, they do. They give you all these forms to fill out and name all the medications you're on, and we just say we're on nothing. They're like, what? We're on no medications at all. You want to remember down in Florida, every senior citizen is on probably 6, 8, 10, 12 medications, some conflicting with, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And Martha, you were talking about your kids and your grandkids. When when you made that, when you went back home and you had lost the weight and you told your family that you were, that you had made this change to eat plant-based, what was their reaction? Um, One time we took Megan our youngest granddaughter, we, we took her to a movie theater with some other members of the family to see Food, Inc. And, oh. and she was really uh, beside herself when she saw that movie. That The very next day, Megan was only nine years old at the time, she became vegan. And she's still vegan today, and she's going on 16 this year. That's amazing. I love that. Absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> wow. And, and just from a physical perspective, not only is she slim and attractive, but she hasn't developed the breast that a lot of her friends have developed. And so she was talking with her mother about it, and her mother said, that's because you don't do dairy. And I had never realized, I had thought that much about it, but there's the case she's not getting the hormones that they normally have, plus the hormones that they inject into the cows and the antibiotics and whatnot. And so as a result, she is staying trimmer and healthier than a lot of her counterparts. Right. And, you know, it, I'm glad you, you, that you brought that up because I, I, I was with uh, listening to a friend of mine talk, and she was very discouraged because – 
she um, had written a letter to uh, – she's a, a pretty uh, renowned author. And she had written a letter to President Bill Clinton uh, after he had had his heart – a heart attack and had decided to go vegan and um and she, and and, Dr. and president clinton had written her back with this very nice letter and so then she saw president clinton on um oh gosh it's slipping my brain now anyway he was on a show recently and he was talking about how he is no longer eating a plant-based diet and he made the he made the comment that um that there were a lot of unhealthy vegans and and I thought, you know, that's where Dr. Furman and I and I think um, Dr. Um, McDougall, we all we all agree that, you know, you can say there are a lot of reasons why people eat plant based. And one of them is for animal activism, which means that they don't eat meat and they don't eat dairy because of their love and their concern for the way animals are treated. But they're also not eating vegetables and they're not eating plant based. And there's a lot of fake processed foods out there and uh, that can do just as much harm to your body. So. The fact that your granddaughter is eating plant-based, that's the secret right there. Yeah, and, and we have uh, another granddaughter uh, who has four young children. Her and her husband and those four children eat a plant-based diet. And uh, they have uh, recently, the, the, uh, my granddaughter and her husband have lost quite a bit of weight. And those four young kids, the, the, our great-grandkids, are healthy and happy, and they will eat anything that's plant-based and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful to see children that – and, you know, you made the comment, um, Martha, about, you know, when our – when my mom was growing up, and even in the 60s when, you know, when I was growing up and, and my mom, you know, was preparing food and the first – uh, Burger King opened up. I grew up near Chicago and, and, um, I, you know, you can't help but know that though that food was different food than what we're getting. I think even the McDonald's was different McDonald's than what we're getting, um, nowadays. But. Yeah. So anyway, well, I, I cannot tell you how much I have enjoyed, uh, you know, getting to know you more and listening to your story. When you guys are out on the golf course and you're with your other friends, when you're over at the gym, are you influencing other people? Well, we, we are I, somewhat. You know, we don't go out and wave a flag, but we do. Uh, recently we had, in December, we had some people uh, that went to the symphony and came back to our home to have food afterwards, and everything that we served was vegan. And the next day, one of the men that was here said to me, you know, I didn't realize that everything we had there was vegan because he didn't realize we were vegan. And I said, yeah. And he said, my wife told me when we got home. And he said, you know, the food was delicious. He said, I didn't realize there was no meat. He said, I just ate whatever was there and enjoyed every bit of it. So... If people would try plant-based food, they would enjoy it. Salad, 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 salad. Soups, beans, and there's no to it. You know, and, and the one problem with eating a plant-based diet is there's too many good foods. Many choices. That's, too many choices. That's very true. We'd love to have asparagus. We probably only have it every two weeks because in the meantime, we're having Brussels sprouts, which I never would eat, and now I love. And then we're having broccoli. We eat less broccoli now than we did before because years ago, broccoli was the only food, we, the only vegetable we were eating other than the salad. Now, you know, you've right. got cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, we've got asparagus, we've got peas, cool. right on down the line, and it's amazing the taste. And, and I said recently to one of my sons, he has missed out. On enjoying good food by not trying different food. Yeah, you are absolutely right. There is such a beautiful, beautiful bouquet of these gorgeous foods out there that people really do miss out on. And um, it's 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 exciting to learn. It's a it's such an adventure. And I'm I cannot thank you guys enough for for 
taking some time today to tell the world about what eating a plant-based diet can do, how it can change your life, how it can extend your life. And I'm with you, Stanley. It's like it's one thing to live a long life. It's another thing to live a long and healthy life. And uh, when I get old, I want to go the same way that you that you mentioned as well. Thanks, you guys, so much for joining me today. Have a great day. Go back, get out there on the golf course today, and uh, I hope to meet you in person someday. We hope so too, Renee. Come on down. We'll give you some beans and greens and enjoy it. Oh, I love it. All right. Talk to you guys later. Thank you, Renee. We're going to take a little break, and then we'll come back. Break time is over. It's time to get wasted with Renee. Here's Renee Steelman. Hi. Thanks for coming back. That wasn't that fun. Martha and Stanley are so fun. I truly might take a trip to Florida uh, for the sole purpose of, of meeting them and going for a walk with them. That would be just so fun. I love their enthusiasm. I love the um, – you can just feel the energy. You can hear the energy in their voices. And I also like the message that they gave as far as making your food simple and that, you know, struggling with what to make for dinner and what to make for this and what to make for that, it's just overwhelming. And this day and age, parenting is hard enough. We are so busy. We don't need to complicate our lives with, as Stanley was saying, you know, recipes that have 25 ingredients and, and take hours and hours to cook and mess up your kitchen. Eating plant-based is really so Simple. It's just a matter of mindset, really. A lot of it is mindset. If it would not have been for the Get Wasted program, I don't think I would have ever been able to do it because I needed the simplicity and the direction that the menus gave me and that the simple recipes showed me how simple it can be. And um, I really encourage all of you to check out the website, www.getwasted.com. One of the things that I love on the website is their meal tracker. And even though, you know, you don't really need to count calories on this program. When you're eating a plant-based diet, you don't need to count calories at all. You don't need to measure how many potatoes and beans and things, you know, that you've just put into that lentil soup that Stanley was talking about. Uh, there is absolutely no reason to, to measure your food. And, but if you want to, if you're, um, plateauing for some reason or it's a habit that you've gotten into logging and keeping a food diary, there's a food tracker on the website that is phenomenal. It has a lot of foods already, you know, uh, entered into its memory. And so you can type in something, blueberries or whatever, and not only will the actual blueberry fruit come up, but also items that have blueberries in them will come up. So it makes it really easy to track your food. So I encourage you to get on the website and look at the meal tracker. Uh, check out some of the recipes. You'll see how easy they really are. And as Stanley was saying, you know, once you've started um, eating plant-based, you look at the produce section of your grocery store in a completely different, you know, you don't look at it any longer. Um, I think broccoli, as Stanley mentioned, is uh, uh, one vegetable that you can get a lot of people to eat. And But Brussels sprouts, maybe not so much. Uh, turmeric, you know, is that a spice that you're used to uh, using? And, you know, do you understand how healthy cinnamon is you know martha mentioned that she always adds cinnamon to her um oatmeal and you know when i grew up cinnamon was just something that you sprinkled on your toast cinnamon and sugar that's what i would put on my toast or you know i didn't realize that this this spice has so many nutrients in it and what it can do for your body um so you start adding foods and mixing foods together um, not even, you know, you just, you start learning more about the nutrient value of these foods. And so you want to get as many of them as you can into your meals. And I think, you know, maybe if you start out with saying, A, we're going to do a meatless Monday. And then B, maybe we're going to try and have, as uh, Stanley and Martha mentioned, 
leftovers for breakfast. We're going to have that leftover vegan chili or we're going to have the leftover primavera pasta with that has, what, five different vegetables this week. That's one of the recipes for this week. And um, the rosemary, when I was mincing up the rosemary um, and, and, and preparing this pasta dish, the smell was so amazing. And then pouring that onto these beautiful vegetables. Um, it makes you so excited to eat. And then, as I mentioned, the, the satisfaction that you feel eating a dish like that is such a different type of fullness that you don't have that, uh, you know, that carb coma that you'll get when you've eaten too, too much where you just want to unbutton your pants and go to sleep. You'll find yourself not, you're full, but you're just empowered and you just want to go for a walk or you just want to complete your list of, you know, things to do that you have. Um, it's just an amazing feeling for them to be, you know, close to 74, close to 75 and not be on any medications for her, for Martha's skin to be smooth and, and vibrant and for them to be, you know, not having any vision uh, these are all of the promises that vitamin companies give you. When you watch vitamin commercials, then they talk about taking this vitamin for your eyesight and this vitamin for your skin and this vitamin for your hair. And it, it makes it so complicated when really all you have to do is eat some really great food. It makes life so much easier. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have had just a wonderful Wonderful day. I'm going to go home and um, eat some of that wonderful Primavera pasta that I was just telling you about. If you'd like to check out the recipe, again, get on www.getwasted.com. I am Renee Steelman, the area director for Get Wasted. My website is nwgetwasted.com. You can call me at 503-869-6421. I'd love to do a health coaching session with you. Have a great day. And you know what? Let's do lunch. Bye-bye.